winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. What a first Saturday back in the Scottish Premiership and beyond. It was Flag Day at Celtic Park 4-2 victory for Brendan Rodgers' side. What did you make of it, Celtic fans? Let us know right now, please. The open line is here. 01419511025. We then got to the three o'clock games. Not hugely exciting. Goalless draw between Levy Aberdeen. A one-all draw between Dundee and Motherwell. And then St Johnston nil Hearts 2 up there in the rain. At McDermott Park We're not done yet though So let's go back to Rugby Park And build up to kick-off Wales should get your calls in With Gabriel Thanks Gordon And yes it all starts here The task for Rangers is clear But far from simple Michael Beale's men Must hunt down this all-conquering Celtic team And he knows they need a fast start The bar has already been set by the champions With their 4-2 win over Ross County Earlier today Three points are required here. I spoke to Beal yesterday. He said his side have everything to prove this campaign, but they are ready to go. He says he's extremely satisfied with the squad he's been managed, uh, managed to build. He thanked the board for the backing and the freedom that he's been given in the transfer market. He's brought nine new players in, and four of them start today, whilst latest edition Jose Sifuentes is amongst the substitutes. Ben Davies, Ridvan Yilmaz, and Tom Lawrence are all out injured. Fashion Sakala is on his way to Saudi Arabia, but Connor Goldson comes straight back into the team. A huge boost for the Jers. So let's have a run-through of Michael Beale's first 11 of the season then. It's Jack Butland in goal, a back four of captain James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, John Suter and Borna Barisic. The midfield three will be Kieran Dowell, John Lundstrom and Nicholas Raskin. Abdullah Simmer and Sam Lammers will support Cyril Dessers up top. The substitutes, McCrory, Hadji, Jack, Cantwell, Sifuentes, Matondo, Roof, Balogun and Danilo. What about the host then, Kilmarnock? Well, I spoke to Derek McInnes on Tuesday that he was re-emphasising his desire to take points off the old firm this season after failing to do so last campaign. And he's building a nice squad quietly down here in Ayrshire. He will have his eyes on the top six if they can start the season strongly. He's also brought in plenty of new players. Six men make their league debut for Killy this evening. And it looks like it's going to be a 4-3-3 formation. A William Dennis is in goal. A back four of Lewis Mayo, Stuart Finlay, Robbie Dees and Corian Bader. Brad Lyons, Kyle McGuinness and David Watson are in midfield with Matty Kennedy and Dan Armstrong out wide. Marley Watkins is through the middle. The substitutes for the hosts, O'Hara, Sanders, Davies, Donnelly, Polworth, Mackenzie, Murray, Cameron and Vassell. Referee here will be Willie Collum. Andrew Dallas is the VAR. Now you can hear the noise behind me, Gordon. Rangers fans packing out the stand to the left of me behind the goal. There's over 10,000 inside Rugby Park. That's what we're expecting. And possibly more Kilmarnock fans than Rangers supporters. Uh, now Rangers have won all of the last six meetings between these two sides. But as we know, it's a new season. It is a new slate, a clean slate. Rangers have had a mixed pre-season, but the Ibrox side will not worry about that anymore. The real stuff starts here. Can Rangers wrestle the title back from Celtic? That is the question. We'll find out over the next 10 months. There'll be twists and turns, but it all starts here as captain James Tavernier leads his side out onto the pitch. Kickoff is just moments away. Go on then, you duds. Give us your prediction for this one. How's it going to pan out? What are you thinking? 
Kilmarnock nil, Rangers four. Wow, it's a huge prediction from Hugh Keevans. Kilmarnock one, Rangers three. Gordon Diel. I think that Rangers will keep a clean sheet. 2-0 Rangers. There we are. Well, the teams are coming out. We will, of course, keep you up to speed on anything that happens during this first half. Whilst they do the usual pre-match ceremony, let's take a call because the open line is here. But thanks to late kickoffs and VAR, it's all a bit disrupted. So let's bring in Alec, who's a Celtic fan. What did you make of the game today, Alec? Absolutely shocking. Shocking? Not bad. 4-2 win. Comfortable. To lose two goals against Ross County at Celtic Park is absolutely shocking. And the two goals, Tumble got should never, well, the penalty was never a penalty in my opinion. Ross County should have got a penalty. And Joe Hart, what he's done, he shouldn't have uh, wear a Celtic jersey again. And uh, the one way Tumble's second goal, that ball was out a mile. Are you sure you're a Celtic mm. fan, Alec? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling the truth, I'm the way they I'm over close to uh, Grace Cup, I'm telling the truth but what do you uh, say? Alex wrong at every turn because uh, Hart is certainly uh, a danger to his own team at the back but there wasn't enough in it for a penalty to be awarded when he tried to chest the ball down I mean uh, look, it was a heart sort of pardon the pun in mouth moan but did he actually yeah. didn't, he didn't touch no. Uh, Simon Murray did well, he? Unless, I, I, I well, Simon Murray immediately claimed for the penalty, um, th- th- but he seemed to go forward and then stumble. We have VAR; it would have been checked, and it was not a penalty. Although Joe Hart remains for me a liability, and to contemplate Champions League football with Joe Hart in goal, I don't think is good enough for Celtic. The ball that. Uh, that Alex referring to from Matt O'Reilly over to Turnbull clearly was not over the line. The whole ball has to be over the line. Nothing of the kind. So Alex wrong in that instance as well. Um, so, you know, it wasn't vintage Celtic. I said that at the time. And for Ross County to score two goals, I think should be of concern to Brendan Rodgers. Mm. But to describe it as shocking... I think is over the top Who am I to question you Alec If Celtic are your team As indeed you say they are Do they bring you any joy today? It doesn't sound like it uh, Well Obviously A win's a win As uh, Jock Steen said uh, They score four Once we score five Indeed I mean today it was It was 4-2 Gordon And I guess look Language mm-hmm. matters No one's going to You can say that you know, Ranger, um, Celtic could have maybe done better And you'd expect it to be More comfortable Or whatever But and is it is it verging on disrespectful to say that a four two wins absolutely shocking? Because you know you got to give a bit of credit to Ross County. They came and made life difficult. Let's be honest. Even the second goal, which does change the the complexion of things, it was a bit fortuitous. Yeah, I think that listening to Brendan Rodgers' interviews as Celtic manager, I thought he was content with his day's work. I thought he was happy with what he seen. They scored four goals at home. Yes, of course. Fans don't like that a team like Ross County coming and scoring to Celtic Park, but I think Ross County on the day deserved it. I thought they they played very well uh, at times. They, they caused Celtic problems. Remember, that's never got to be the back four of Brendan Rodgers' strongest back four. But that's not making excuses. Mm. I thought positive Kyogo. I thought was excellent. I thought Taylor was brilliant first half. Turnbull um, takes his chance for me. Especially with the competition of a player of the quality of Hatati, 
Um, so there's a lot of positives. Of course, there's negatives thrown in there. It's opening day of the season, so um, still a bit of work to do. That's why I said after the game. Connor Kilmarnock doesn't come to anything. Mark, the, the most Alec can muster is to say a win's a win. I suspect you were a, at least a bit more positive than that. Yeah, well, I think a lot of Celtic fans would be. I think, you know, the Celtic manager, positive. I think the players would have went off the pitch, positive. Alex, seen a whole different side. Of, seen a whole different side of what actually happened when he's seen ball was out of play with O'Reilly and it wasn't a penalty. I think everybody in here agreed. Um, so, not sure what Alex's bottom line is, but I, there is still work to be done. No doubt about it. But I thought there was a lot of good stuff. You know, a mixture of Postacoglu's style and pace and uh, some ideas from Brendan Rogers in there that will get better so I think the signs are positive Alec contradicts himself when he mentions Jockstein Jockstein did say if they score three we score four etc etc but Alec first of all said it was shocking that Ross County Mm. get two but Celtic get four somewhere in the middle as a lot of these things are Hugh it, it was it was more comfortable than that, wasn't it? It wasn't like, oh, Celtic just had to just about outscore the opposition. It was more comfortable than as that. As soon as Ross County scored the second goal, I said to you, Gordon, optics. It all of a sudden looks more dramatic than it really was. 4-1 looks comfortable. 4-2, you're asking questions. But there are questions to be asked. I mean, Celtic at times were thrilling today. James Forrest had the chance to put the finishing touch to what would have been the goal of the season. On the first day of the season So there were times when Celtic were thrilling But there was enough sloppiness uh, Mm. To be concerned There are far, far bigger matches to come for Celtic And that they're a bit sloppy at the back just now Starting with the goalkeeper Quite the start to the open line Thank you to Alec You can join in on 01419511025 Celtic winning earlier Rangers through on goal and the flag went up It was one of those late flags mm. uh, That you get now Such as the, the rules are these days I think Seema was And I'll tell you what actually Because it's, it's the other run um, I'm not sure if that was Offside? Um, offside It didn't matter it, didn't, it was an easy save in the end for Kilmarnock Briefly Gordon What have you made of the start to this game? Yeah I think Rangers are trying to settle into the game Obviously the pitch is obviously well documented It's hard to play on but Kilmarnock will be up for a game, but um, Rangers with the new players in there, new to them, playing the ball. Going direct Rangers, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, Very they're direct. looking for runners and they're trying to cause problems with uh, Kilmarnock's back line. And they've certainly mm. succeeded in that so far, but the notice right away, very direct. More to come from Rugby Park and more of your calls as well. So get in touch, please. Action as it happens. The open line is here But we're also seven and a half minutes in To Kelly nil Rangers nil An inventive back heel from Seema Almost catching out the commandment goalkeeper But a fairly routine stop in the end And what have you noticed in the last few minutes Gordon How's this one panning out? Yeah I think it's uh, a good start for Rangers They look sharp They're knocking the ball about Good movement Seema playing through the middle uh, mm-hmm. Making good runs a little bit unlucky there I liked that oh, It was cheeky Great imagination Yeah but It was cheeky Back heel Shows he's playing A bit of confidence So I think that Michael Beale I know it's only Eight minutes in the club I think he'll be quite uh, happy 
the Rangers attack in particular, Mark? What have you noticed about the way they're setting up and well, going about things? Obviously, you see my playing a lot closer to Dessers than I would have thought. You know, much more of a two um, going direct, trying to get Dessers involved and see him off the back of him. So. Uh, a departure from what Rangers fans have been used to I think we touched on that on Tuesday and Thursday night That there was going to be a change of shape um, The personnel brought in would suit that change And it's uh, certainly visible here Nice in this opening eight minutes. training ground set piece from Kelly They've clearly worked on that And wanted to get Lewis Mayo round to the back post And it worked up to a point No one really seemed to see him coming But the, the shot and goal It was a difficult one And it ends up over the bar Free kick to Rangers as uh, Sam Lammers goes down Let's bring in Jim Who's a Celtic fan In Tenerife of all places How's it going Jim? I'm glad you bud Yeah I bet you're better than us I must admit We've mm. had rain delays And all sorts today And you're sunning yourself um, What did you make of Celtic's Opening to the new season? Oh, I thought they were absolutely Okay we had a slow start But that's just to be expected So We'll take it from there It'll be a slow start But I still think though. Well, we'll get stronger and stronger as the season goes on, and I think there'll be a new, a, another couple of new faces to come in. Who caught your eye, Jim? Oh, Turnbull was absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But I, I quite like the look of the big, the big Polish guy at the back, the big centre half. I think he'll be a really, really good addition to the squad. He looks dead cool and he's good in possession. I think he's only going to get stronger. Jim knows his stuff because if you were to pick two players from Celtic starting eleven that probably deserve a bit of attention or analysis after the game, it would be David Turnbull and Mike Navrovsky. Was well, there any explanation for Navrovsky being taken off? Uh, I'm not sure. No, not that I've seen so far. I mean, it's abundantly clear now that Carl Starfield is on his way to another club. I'm actually going to play you some Brendan Rodgers right. on that. And uh, Navrovsky will immediately need to form a solid partnership with Cameron Carter-Vickers. Carter-Vickers at times uh, looked less than steady. but not, that's Sorry, a, not yet fully fit was the Nowrowski yeah. answer. Uh, but that's only to be expected in the case of Carter-Vickers who's undergone surgery and this was his first competitive game. So as I say, in parts it was thrilling and in parts it was troubling with regard to what was going on at the back. Starting with the positives, Jim wanted to mention David Turnbull, Mark. Brilliant. I, I mean, we've spoke about him all afternoon. That's because it was such an outstanding hour he put in. Um, and difficult, again, the pressure on his shoulders, how he was feeling about himself last season. I'm, I'm pretty sure he had a big decision to make. Does he go and pursue a move elsewhere? Or does he bide his time, get his head down and work in pre-season under a new manager? Well, he chose the latter. And it helps when you've got Brendan Rodgers. You know, giving him the advice of what he needs to do, but it's then ultimately up to the player when he crosses the white line to carry out what the manager says, and he did today. And of course, if you're a midfielder like him, and you're you're in the goals each season, you're getting a couple today, then you're going to stay mm. in the team. And you know, Hatati's a big one to keep out the team, but it's a big decision for Brendan Do- Rogers next week. The thought of it, Gordon DL went on. I don't know the first of June, let's say. Two months ago, if we had said on here, by the way, Celtic will kick off next season, Rio Hitati will be left out and David Turnbull will play and he'll score twice and he'll get the man of the match. You might have not believed it. No, did I believed it. But I said on Thursday night that I've been a very... What I've seen, Turnbull has got a new lease of life. I just think that Brendan Rodgers has went in there, given the boy all the confidence in the world. You heard his interviews saying, look, I had a chat with him. I told him what was required. 
then it's up to the player to go and deliver. And you've got to say, he's in merit. He's proven that he is a top quality footballer. He's adding goals to his game. He's been aggressive. He's getting in the box. He should have probably had a heart strike today, if we're honest. And he'll only get better as the season goes Celtic on. scored four. Turnbull should have made it five. And Kyogo could have made it six. Um, but the question marks for me are at the back. The goalkeeper... Alistair Johnson will be welcome back with open arms. Taylor played very well. Navrovsky will have to settle into the side and Carter Vickers will need time to come fully up to speed. But middle to front, they can be thrilling. The, the carelessness was at the back. Yeah, what, what about that, Jim? Um, was you, you mentioned, you know, it was just a... Things will get better, but it was a good start. Was there anything that, that did worry you at all? No, not really. Uh, no, I just I'd, I'd love to see Alistair Johnson back as quickly as possible because I think the right hand side I think we've got a wee bit of a problem there. I know Ralston is good cover, but I don't think he's the I don't think he's the option. I don't think he's really that great. It's okay for cover, but in my eyes, he's not a right back. Yeah, I think that will be a popular return, no doubt about that. Not too sure when it is. Exactly 14 almost gone Kelly nil Rangers nil Bring us up to speed Gordon Yeah it's been a good opening uh, From both sides Rangers really You know looking to hit that Forward ball quickly Looking for the runners Kamarnock good opportunity With the free kick Put a bit of pressure On the Rangers defence um, So both sides Settling well into the game But you know, I, I think Michael Beale's decided I'm going direct, make sure that you're on the front foot Look for the diagonal balls quickly And then try and turn Kilmarnock And uh, so far it's a good pace to the game And I'm enjoying it Yeah, because I know a lot's been said, Mark About the physical profile of some of Rangers signings During the summer as well They seem to have added a bit of physicality They certainly have I, I mean, Dessers looks a big lad himself And, uh, you know, Lammers quite big in there there is a, a physicality about him, Cifuentes, who we've yet to see, but he comes with a reputation that way. But it's noticeable the change in style, the change in play. It is more direct. Now, I don't know if that's just because of this surface at Rugby Park. It's no chances, and maybe you'll see a different Rangers at Ibrox. But you see Connor Goldson there with plenty of time, chooses to go long diagonal to Tavernier a, a few times in the past, right up to Desser. So... It's a certain change whether they keep that up for the full game or it's just the opening 15 minutes until it settles. We'll see. Kilmarnock will be undone by their own pitch. It's desperate. It's time that we outlawed synthetic surfaces. If you know, VAR and, the, and all that goes on around it is supposed to be about us making our game more sophisticated, more in line with the, the global game and we still allow plastic pitches. It might not be Kilmarnock's undoing because they've got a very good home record, Gordon. Derek mm-hmm. McInnes' task for this season, he said, is to keep that and then build on, on the away form. Yeah, because it was well documented. Away form last year was absolutely shocking. There's no doubt about that. Yes, they've got to win their home games. But once again, Rangers get the ball there at the back. There's no thoughts of knocking it in midfield, playing through the lines as we see in the modern day game. It's direct, looking for runners, uh, getting behind Kilmarnock. I, I agree with Mark. I don't know if it's a tactic that he's only using today because of the pitch. I think Derek McInnes will even be surprised at this because I'm sure he would have prepped mm. his team for a certain style Maybe. and be patient. But I think you can even see from Kelly's backline. 
they're almost not expecting yeah. to be turning back towards their own goal. I don't know about the approach, but Derek McInnes did make a point of mentioning the physicality that Rangers had added during the summer. So if yeah. it was something he was he was very aware of. So I don't know if that. You know By the way, seeing Kilmarnock team come out the tunnel, the additions they've made, they're mm. no small team themselves. You know, a lot of big boys been added. Marley Watkins there, mm. seen his power a minute ago. So it is going to be a physical game, and you know this pitch lends itself to that sometimes because it's not going to be a free flowing, passing, beautiful football game uh, this evening. Yeah, unfortunately, this surely Gordon falls into the category for Rangers of get three points. The performance isn't going to matter quite as much, is it? Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, listen, icing on the cake if you get down, and I think Hugh predicted 4 0. If you get 4 0, it'd be absolutely brilliant for them. As long as they come away from Murby Park tonight with three points, Michael Beale will be happy getting into Wednesday night's game. John Souter's use of the ball been a positive at the start of this game? Well, he certainly so composed. I've said before, I played beside him. He was right centre half when I was right back, and sometimes even I thought when I was 10 yards away, you know, pass it, go long. He'll take that extra touch, that extra yard. He's so composed and he's got the strength and pace to get away from a striker. So exactly what you want if you want to play that brand of football. Um, and he can pick a pass longer. So the the key thing for John Suter this season, of course, is to keep fit. Um, and I really hope it does. He's a good lad. Um, we have a big career internationally as well. So if he keeps fit, he'll be right in Steve Clark's uh, mind going forward yeah, Throw in for Kilmarnock Down by the corner flag Let's bring in Douglas Who's in Deniston Douglas What did you take away From Celtic's win earlier? Evening panel How are we doing? Good thank you Good how are you? Yeah yeah good thanks Good, good. Um, I was at the game today Me and my pals Just came away With a few opinions um, Be interested to hear your thoughts First I thought it was interesting That the Broads Has uh, stuck with inverted fullbacks As we saw under Ange um, I think James Forrest's time is up. I think all he's good for is playing against these Diddy teams. Tony Ralston's never a footballer. He's never a backup right back, let alone first choice right back at a club like Celtic. Um, David Turnbull, fair play to him. He took his chance today. I think when Hatate's fit, he has to come back in. I don't think Turnbull gets in our best 11 still. Is Hatate not fit? Well, if he's fully fit, why is he on the bench? Because the manager felt that Turnbull had had a better pre-season and would have been more effective when he scored two goals. I think that there's a way to make your point and there's a way to be disrespectful. You're going down the disrespectful road. Uh, to say that Tony Ralston's never a footballer, well, does that mean that Brendan Rodgers isn't a manager because he picked him? Talking about Joe Hart as well, I think he plays the bricks in his boots too, to be honest with you. Well, I am not a fan of Joe Hart. I, I, w- without being disrespectful to Joe Hart, he's had an illustrious career, but his best days are well and truly behind him. And the modern day goalkeeper uh, would be more comfortable with the ball at his feet. And Joe almost got Celtic into trouble today. And I repeat, Joe Hart in the Champions League will be seriously found out. This came about last season and again in the summer and again this week and you two weren't convinced I think on Thursday Wilson and DL you didn't think goalkeeping was a position that Celtic could look at but there's a growing number of Celtic fans who disagree yeah uh, he's got three goalkeepers in there if he decided to think Joe Hart wasn't going to be his number one then obviously one would need to depart the building 
He's not, he can't he can't he can't go to the board and say, look, I need money for another goalkeeper. It ain't going to happen unless you get rid of one. I think we're being. Uh, it's very hard to argue against you, but I think we're being a bit hard early on. Hart, right? He played last season in the modern day game and picked up three medals, won the trophy. Now I know that Brendan Rodgers and Celtic are looking mm. for better things in the European campaign. That'll be interesting to see. He made a couple of mistakes today at times. He didn't look comfortable, but I'm going to give him an excuse. There's a couple of times the back passes weren't that mm-hmm. great yep. to him. You know, put him under a little bit of pressure. I think we're a bit early on it. I really well, do. As I'm saying, people have been doing this last season, not just decided today. Well, he he, he was in a, a team that won the treble last season, Gordon, with a terrific but defensive I get record. That. And the problem is, I'm just going to argue against you because that's obviously what I'm here for. Yeah. I've got very little against Joe Hart. I don't mind. But if. He won the treble last season. If that's if that's the reply, then you don't ever upgrade anyone because they all won the treble last year. So just 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 close close the checkbook. Don't upgrade anyone because they all won the treble. Right. You might be right about Joe Hart, but that's that's not that's not well, the, my, that's not the argument. My because, op- like I say, just don't sign anyone. Then well, don't no, prove anybody. My opinion is quite simple. I don't think that Celtic will go in for another goalkeeper unless one departs the crowd. Well, that, again, the that, that, that's more secondly, of a, that's a logistical secondly, thing. Secondly, I don't think. For me personally, I don't think Joe Hart is a bigger uh, worry as some people are making out. I still think there's a bit of mileage in Joe Hart. Well, That's uh, only my opinion. I have to disagree, and I think even with regard to Ross County's first goal, he looks unconvincing at that goal as well. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, how can I say anything other than he's had a wonderful career? International football, European football, trophies galore, but the show's over. Well, you've just you've just had a go at the caller there, then saying, "Well, is Brendan Rodgers a bad manager because you get two other goalkeepers, right?" So, is Brendan Rodgers not going? Well, I tell you what, you're not the number one goalkeeper. Secrets is in there, or Bain's in there. So, what does that tell you? Just for the avoidance of doubt, everyone who raises the point. No one wants Sigrist or Bain in. They want no. a new goalkeeper. Yeah. Nobody's saying Scott Bain right. should be Celtic's so, number one. So, so Celtic have got three goalkeepers. None of them can be the number one, really, for the at, Celtic At the fan. moment, that is looking to be the situation because you're not going to have Scott Bain. We were all told that Brendan Rodgers was back because not only were Celtic going to retain the title, but they were going to make an impression in Europe. None of the goalkeepers at Celtic Park will help you in that regard. So why is Brendan Rodgers not trying to move one or two of them on if he's got three goalkeepers that nobody rates? Well, we are the Celtic Football Club. Well, you are a former manager. You are not going to tell me that Scott Bain or Benji Segrist would be Champions League contenders. (laughs) I, I I would certainly not make Scott Bain my number one. That's my opinion. I still believe, right, and I know that he's not having the greatest time. I still believe there's still some mileage in Joe Hart. I, I if if it wasn't surely Brendan Rodgers coming in to the building would I address that situation right away because we talk about how good a manager, how good a coach he is. He brought in players. Surely, if he looks at three goalkeepers and thinks none of them are good enough, 
he would address well, that situation. There's plenty of time to address that situation because this is well, the 5th of do, August but and the window doesn't close until the first week in September. We're coming at this argument from a weird place. Even if Brendan Rodgers doesn't, that doesn't invalidate any fans who are phoning up to say that's what they want to happen. Yeah, that's their opinion. But my opinion is Joe Hart still gets some life in his, in, in his career. Mark? No, I'm with us in this one. I don't think it's as pressing an issue as, as some are making out. Yes, Joe Hart bought his feet um, could do much better think he's still a good shot stopper can Celtic upgrade him of course he can recruitment is key though I'll keep going back to Barkas and how disastrous that was for the club putting £5 million on the line and bring someone in who was a disaster and how it, that played a big part in a nightmare season so be careful what you wish for I think Joe Hart is culpable sometimes and his best years are behind him, but I still think he's good enough to be number one. By the same token, can you understand why Celtic fans listening might think that because Celtic have signed a bad goalkeeper before, it's not a it's not a, it's not a huge reason to to, of course, to not to not yeah. try it again. Of course, and of course, it's a different manager in place now who has to okay it and with different attributes he requires from his goalkeeper. So you may get a different outcome, and every chance you will get a different outcome. But I'm just highlighting. What could be It's such a specialised position And when Joe Hart came in Such wealth of experience There's some question marks about him mm. then Oh there's no doubt that he made some impact when he came in And he did he? make he a, 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 a strong member. impact And I think he's got a good relationship with the back line Which is always important mm. But is there an upgrade out there? Gordon, of course there will be It's whether Brendan Rogers wants to go and do it or not Let's check in at Rugby Park And take more of your calls after these After the action, it's your reaction 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Make a free kick Kilmarnock on the edge of the box No it's not Play rages on And I think it's just going to peter out I don't think the Kilmarnock players will be you take the free kick there Too enamoured by that But was it even an advantage Or did the referee just not think it was a foul? I, I think going with that I think Wally Collin must have thought That's not a foul Because Matt's right Every player would have wanted that free kick In the edge of the box Because it was a good position A good angle mm. To put Rangers under pressure Anyway half an hour gone Kelly nil Rangers nil It's not a game littered with quality But then sometimes on the pitch That's not surprising Hugh Underwhelming The game in general is underwhelming uh, The Rangers revolution at the moment is underwhelming uh, It may be that they're lumping the ball forward Because of the dreadful state of the pitch But with half an hour gone I'm unimpressed, frankly Got to agree um, Maybe a tactic, like you says Just for the opening stages of this game Because the personnel they're up against Or the pitch, but yeah, not what I thought it was going to look like from Rangers, but that's how it's so difficult to tell. You know, you hear a signings coming in and everyone thinks it'll be an automatic improvement. Sometimes it can take a bit of time, but yeah, pretty slow from Rangers. It has almost worked a couple of times, Gordon, getting in behind, um, but not not the real threat on the commandment goal that Michael Beale would have wanted. Yeah, I think that uh, when I watched Rangers in pre-season at Ibrox, um, Seema played wide left And he really played out in the left hand side And come in and cause problems But because of the tactics He's actually playing as a centre forward uh, He's right up there with Desers And the two of them are just looking for balls over the top Rangers going very direct I think it's a pitch I really do um, 
I agree with what Hugh says. I think the days of these pitches should be gone. Yeah, you even just saw Tavernier there. Ball rolled yeah, to him. He tried to get mm-hmm. the ball at the feet and he, he's nearly tripped over it because it's stuck under. So it, it makes for a poorer spectacle, no doubt about it. Talking about balls over the top, it was Kilmarnock that almost got yeah. in there and it was Butland off his line and just making the, the last-ditch tackle. On one hand, I accept that not everything has to come down to the Glasgow comparison, but we did see Ange Postacoglu's Celtic absolutely blitz Kilmarnock away at Rugby mm-hmm. Park last season. So the pitch might not be perfect. Um, and it might you might think they're isolated I, examples, but it can be done. I just object to them on a matter of principle. If you are trying to be part of the global game, pitches like that have no place mm. in what you describe as the premiership. Premiership denotes the top yeah. thing, and oh. they're they're not. I watched the Clyde Bank game last weekend. Clyde Bank have got a better pitch than Kilmarnock. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. My point was more. It can be. That it's, yeah, it's impossible to. to Play anything on it was, was sort of the point No I'd, uh, Listen you can Rangers could end up Winning this game 3-0 4-0 as you predicted uh, It's the style of football That Rangers have developed I think it's the style of football That the home team's developed It's very uh, I, I think if Rangers played at Ibrox Next week against Kamala They certainly wouldn't play As many long balls As they're doing um, mm. And I'm sure when Kamala Got away from home um, they'll probably adapt to a different style because I think Kilmarnock are decent players. Okay, let's bring in Richard and Livingston, who's a Celtic fan. How would you sum up today, Richard? Um, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was good. Um, it looked a little bit rusty in places, but um, yeah, I'm just quite pleased with it. What in particular pleased you? Um, I really liked the way that um, it works with Kyogo dropping a little bit deeper, it's like it's kind of like making more of his talent than instead of him just staying up the top, he's coming a little bit deeper, obviously the reverse ball's going through. The same thing um, happened with O during pre-season, so it's obviously something they've really worked on. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Um, I like uh, the look of Narosky. Um, as far as the Joe Hart thing goes, I think he, like, let's get let's get back to Joe Hart, Richard, because I you've made a lot of good points. I don't want them to get lost. Mark, all summer long, we've been thinking, what's Brendan Rodgers going to do here? Because he's come into an extremely s- successful Celtic team. Is he going to change much? Is he going to put his own stamp on things? Was the Kyogo dropping deep and David Turnbull at times going up next to him? Was that the? The sort of main difference you noticed, Richard liked it. Yeah, I think it was the most significant one that you saw. Um, we're used to seeing Kyogo play on the shoulder, and you know you don't see him very much until he's tamped the ball in the net from a cutback. But today it was a different role. Turnbull played a lot closer to him, and you remember in the second half was at Matt O'Reilly running off the back of him. So it's definitely something Celtics worked on. You know the striker playing up against the centre half, but the midfielding clearing out for him. To come in, it's hard for a centre-half to follow that and the midfielder to go beyond. That works. You know, it's very difficult for an opposition defence to pick that up. But you need the right striker to be able to play the pass. And Kyogo certainly got it all. He can play that round the corner, can take a touch and turn. So I think that will develop even further as the season goes on. We're only in week one. We saw glimpses today. I think we'll see much more of that. I like it. I really do. I highlighted it. When we were watching the game It's not a case of Kyogo coming in Back to goal 
It's the way he angles his body And Mark used the phrase there He plays it round the corner They've worked on it in training Because the minute that happens You see runners coming They know that Kyogo's got to play that first time Early ball I think he looks comfortable I think that's where Brendan Rodgers has now changed A little bit of his play And uh, I've got to say I think it'll be very positive for him Richard, what was your point about Joe Hart? Um, well, firstly, I do think he's a, a new goalkeeper, but I think he's been a little bit hard done by from what I've like, heard on the show today about today's performance. I'm not really sure what he could have done other than chest it. He could have punched it, but then you don't know where the ball's going to go. Pretty much when you do that. Well, no, it was it was, a, it, was it was passed back from Anthony Ralston. Remember, so he couldn't touch it with his hands. That was part of the difficulty. Exactly, yeah. So what I was going to say was, I think Ralston was a little bit rusty, and I don't blame Ralston. He's not played a lot of football, and apart another caller said that he's not a footballer. Well, he is, and um, he's a he's a decent backup, very decent backup. But I just think today that Joe Hart was uh, Cal McGregor done it as well. Actually, put a pass back to him. It just made him look uncomfortable, but. And saying that, I still think we do need another keeper, but not based on today. It was actually my opinion was made. Yeah, before cemented before it was an old firm game when he he made a mess of a mm. pass back and the whole game turned. I did say that before, Hugh, and we we have to be fair because Anthony Ralston played his part in that moment that everyone's yeah, talking yeah. about, and Callum McGregor did do it as well. We said that during the commentary of the game, so it's, it is worth repeating. It's easy to get fixated on one issue. We do that yeah, a lot. He was he was put in bother by his fellow teammates at times, but and Richard has made the point. His mind was made up like mine last season, not today, not the new season, last season. Uh, and I just think that unless Celtic address the situation, they will sooner rather than later pay for their indecision. Or their refusal to acknowledge that Joe Hart, fine player, illustrious career, has his best days behind him. Thank you, Richard. Some interesting points and good to get a bit of a balance in there as well. With 38 gone, well, 37 and a half to be precise, it's Killy nil, Rangers nil. And given the food chain of Scottish football, Killy will be the happier, I'm assuming, Gordon? Yeah, um, it's a game that. I think it's crying out for a goal. The quality's not the best. Um, there's a lot of forward balls, a lot of direct football from both sides. Um, not a lot of goal mouth action, I've got to say. But yeah, Kelly, Kelly so far, 38 on the clock, 0 0 against a Rangers team that have brought in a lot of good players, spent a lot of money. I think Derek McInnes will be the happier. Best opportunity there just coming through that James Tavenier corner Swung into six yard box Kelly had a, just enough bodies in there To divert it back to the goalkeeper But I think if you're a Rangers fan going along there Or watching on TV Maybe you just want a wee bit more creativity When you get maybe 40, 45 yards out You want the ball moved a bit quicker forward It's going side to side And nothing really coming at What a long ball, diagonal balls just like that So mm. Yeah, room for improvement from both sides, but if you're Derek McInnes, of course, I think you're happy. 
Well, Celtic scored four goals, and the Celtic supporter tonight said that it was shocking. Uh, if we're back, you. We're back. Yeah. It's a tough if you're, eh? if you're a Rangers fan, uh, which one word would you care to use about the first forty minutes at Rugby Park? They are pressing forward a bit more, Gordon, in a in a, a more sustained way, I should say, rather than than looking for that ball over the top. Yeah, they're trying to get down the, the outside, Gordon, especially the right hand side. Tavernier trying to influence the game. Just the final ball seems to be the one that's letting them down. They need a little bit more quality in the final third. As I said, if uh, Michael Beale gets up the road tonight <sighs> with three points, he'll be over him. I was going to say, that's the dream for Kilmarnock. They've got pressure, the kick gets 70 yards up the pitch, it's plucked out the air brilliantly. Who was it? Armstrong, was it Ar- I think. Or Matty Kennedy. Oh, was it Kennedy? Of, was one it? of them. Um, and then he almost turned back into trouble. And <laughs> he, ran, he ran 15 yards the other way after he had a sensational touch. But then again, Rangers get it back. They go direct into Seema, who a good touch, but just allowed Kelly players to get back. Oh, it's not cleared by Kilmarnock, and it's saved in the end by Will Dennis Dessers with the shot after Kelly. Made life difficult for themselves. I'm afraid we will have to love you and leave you. You can blame these wacky kickoff times. It's almost like they were designed without Clyde One Super Scoreboard in mind. But we won't complain too much. It was good to be back on a Saturday afternoon as a new league season started in Scotland. Celtic raised the flag, then beat Ross County 4 2. There wasn't a whole load of goal mouth action. Hearts beat St Johnson 2 0, Dundee 1, Motherwell 1. Uh, and Livy and Aberdeen was goalless and as it stands the same scenario at Rugby Park sum it all up Hugh Celtic are off to a winning start and parts of their game were thrilling some were troubling they will now take the show on to Pataudry next Saturday for me everyone's looking at the Rangers revolution it hasn't taken off yet but can we blame that awful pitch at Kilmarnock whatever happens this weekend we look back on it all from 6 o'clock on Monday Roger Hanna and Andy Halliday are here in our shiny new studio as we live stream the show so make sure you join us and I was just waiting for this Rangers goal as they try and get a shot away but it has not come and GBX is up next